Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. The last time I taught, we talked about increase. We talked about God is a God of increase. God is in abundance. It's like uh, I heard Kenneth Hagin say once, we don't, we don't, we don't have a God. We, our God is El Shaddai. He's not El Cheapo. That's right. Come on. He's not cutting corners. Come on. Well, we got cut corners because we don't know. No God knows. <laughs> and it's abundance. Now that doesn't mean we don't act in wisdom. That doesn't mean we just go spend and we, there is wisdom involved. But what I'm trying to point at point out is we serve a God of abundance. We have covenant with Him. And He wants you to abound. Right? Now, we can go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, but we don't have time to get there about bounding in the grace of God, which is what we're talking about. But there's a lot of... It, it is so vast about talking about increase and how God wants you to increase and how He sees you. We, there's, we could teach on this for months. You have to know this. Turn with me to Psalms 115. Right. 115. We talked about this last week. You have to know this. It is God's will for you to prosper in every area of your life. Every. Not, you know, in, in the Western um, church, in the, in, especially in the United States, when I say prosperity, I think most of the time our, our minds go, goes right to money. It's much more than that. <clears throat> what good is money if you're, if you're, if you're, not, pros, if you're not prosperous in your health? Amen. Right? Amen. To me, health is number one. Amen. But God wants, He's covered all the bases. We don't have to lack in any good thing. If there's any lack in your life, I, you need, we need to, well, let me say this because I don't want to belittle, I don't want to sound like I'm on the negative side because, I, because it, it does take time. There's seed, time, and harvest. You know, I learned this from Kenneth Hagin years ago. He preached prosperity when, when, when he drove a junker. Wheels, you know, no, no tread on them at all. He said they would sing at night. He, he'd hear them singing. But he still preached it. Why? Because he believed in it. He believed that God is a God of increase. And we're going to talk about how to activate that increase. How then to activate the God of increase. So you can, you, you, there's a way to activate, and we're going to get into this. Now let's first read to <clears throat> Psalms 115. Verse, let's start with verse 12. And the, the Lord hath been mindful of us. Aren't you glad of that? The Lord is mindful 
of you. The Lord's been thinking about you 24-7. If you ever go outside and look at the sky, God is, God is vast. He created the, the heavens, the galaxies. They don't even know how many galaxies we have. They're finding out new stuff all the time. God is big. And God wants you to live big because you're His child. You're not anybody. Don't ever run yourself down. You're a child of the Most High God. You're, 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 you're heirs of God, join heirs with Christ. You, don't settle. Don't compromise for less. You got to see yourself as who, how He sees you. He sees you as a son. Now we choose to be a bondservant to serve Him, but He sees you as a son. I mean, just like in your household, your children, in your grandchildren, your desire is to bless them. Your desire is to shower them with gifts. And even, even better, you love to surprise them, don't you? Yeah, you do. You shake your head. I know you, you love seeing their expressions. That's how God looks at you. He loves to surprise you. He loves to catch you off guard. You're just walking on your path, the path that He has ordained for you. Then He'll spring a surprise on you. That's the favor and grace of God. He loves doing that. So what are you saying? Expect it. That's, Abba, that's daddy. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. You got to change your way of thinking. You're not a, you're in this, oh, we're just, we're just barely getting by. I don't know. This month was a rough one. It's probably rough for Joanne. She just put up with me, but. I didn't see it, but it wasn't very nice. <laughs> but it says he's mindful of us. Hallelujah. He will bless us. He will bless the house. And he's talking about covenant, the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will, in verse 13, he will bless them that fear the Lord, reverence, small and great. Verse 14, the Lord shall increase you. More and more. See, he's trying to get something across. That is that what he's trying to say is continuous. The more and more is continuous. God is not in this. Okay, we better hold up. I don't want you to get a big head. We're going to have to hold up. I don't want to overdo it. God don't look at it that way. He wants to bless you so much, it's running over. And it is running over and coming down on your household, on your children. Children's children. Your descendants. God's into the blessing. He's not holding back anything. 
You have to know this. That's what we're trying to re we're reviewing. It is God's will for you to prosper. That's not a dirty word. It, God, prosper in the most places, it means to move forward. It means to advance. Actually, it means to push. God up. He'll, now he won't go against your will, but there he'll nudge you. He'll push you forward into blessing upon blessing upon blessing. Pastor Chuck, you're talking a whole lot about the blessing. Well, we're heirs according to the promise. We're in Christ Jesus. The blessing that Abraham had, guess what? We get in on this. Hallelujah. God is not stingy. What Abraham had, we get. Now, now, now look at this. Turn with me to Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. And verse 1, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. Now he's talking to Israel, right? But we get in on this. Because we are descendants of Abraham through Christ Jesus. We're heirs according to the promise. Now verse 2. This, this is what I'm trying to get at. And all, say all, all, not just a few, all. Now, see now, what am I saying? See now, we have to renew our mind to the Word of God. The problem is, we're not, not here, obviously, because you're here Wednesday night. You're hungry for the Word. You're, you're thirsty. The Bible says those who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. You're hungering and thirsting. But the problem is, if we're not renewing the mind, we're not, if we're not, if we're not renewing the mind, the way God thinks, the way God talks, we're not allowing room within. God wants to other words, if we're not allowing room within us, we limit God on how much He can pour into you. He'll keep pouring. We see this in the Old Testament, 2 Kings chapter 4. He'll just keep pouring as long as you have a place to go. You have a container. You make room for God to pour into. He will keep pouring. So as we renew our mind to think like God, to talk like God, not only will it make room on the inside of us, but it will activate the blessing. In other words, He'll keep pouring. It's been activated. Because why? Because you're talking like, like God and you're thinking like God because of the renewing of the mind. If you're not renewing your mind, you're not going to go very far. Now, we're going to get into 3 John, verse 2, in just a minute. But I'm going to show you it is God's will 
So we don't want to limit God, do we? God's not the limiter. We are. We're the ones holding him back, not God. God has freely given us all things. And, we, and there's verse after verse after verse. All the finished works of Jesus belongs to us, but we're going to renew our mind to the fact that we can activate everything that God has given. We can activate and bring those things into manifestation. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Bring those things into manifestation. Now it goes on to say, verse 2, And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Now here it is. We don't have to pursue the blessing. It will pursue you. Only thing you have to do is stay on your lane. Stay in your path. Walk with the good shepherd. The blessing. David said, goodness and mercy will pursue you. So you're walking on your path. God's able to bless you, surprise you with gifts, surprise you with, with favor, unexpected favor you wasn't expecting, just because He loves you. And you're being obedient and doing your part. Now, if I'm on another path doing my own thing, I'm out of position. The provision is on my path. So as long as I'm on path, as long as I got my eyes on the shepherd, my shepherd, I can expect blessings. I can expect favor. I can expect, you know, if there's, there's a hundred ways God can catch you off guard. There's a hundred ways, a thousand ways He can pour out a blessing on you. All we have to do is do our part. I don't have to pursue money. They get you messed up. I'm going to tell you, if you're pursuing money, it will mess you up. Yes, the wrong attitude. You, you start lusting for that stuff. That is not God's way. See, there is a way in the world that you prosper. But God has a better way. He has no sorrow to it. This is called the blessed scene. He blesses you. So it's, it's God's will. He says it will overtake you because you obeyed the voice of the Lord your God. That's our part. Obeying. It's pretty simple. You're on path. You're just obeying God. You're delighting yourself in the Lord. And He gives you the desires of the heart. You're having a good time. It should not be a dreadful thing. It should not, you should not. You know, I know we have days, we have off days, or you, things happen. 
But basically, man, we, we all have the, the joy of the Lord all be bubbling in our lives. We're blessed. We are blessed. Not just because it's Thanksgiving. Not just because Christmas is coming up. We're blessed every day. It's a Christmas day every day. The Lord's good. Man, it is God's will. Now turn with me. Since we settled that, it is God's will for you to be blessed. It is God's will for you to prosper. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of His servants. 3 John, verse 2. Actually, we don't have a whole lot. I got a lot of scriptures, but I've, I've just, I'm, I'm going to cut back. I'm not going to go as long. Amen. But um, I believe I can get the point across. 3 John, verse 2, it says, now, now here's going to be the key. Here is the key to living a prosperous life. You will have to do 3 John, verse 2. You can put a smile on your face because it's not that bad. If you want to live a prosperous life, a well-rounded life, prosperity in every area, you will have to do this. It's called the renewing of the mind. Kenneth Hagin talked about this often. If you listen to Kenneth e. Hagin <clears throat> very much at all, you will hear him say that the renewing of the mind is the greatest need in the body of Christ. And I, have, I would agree. Why would that be? Because as long as you're on this earth, you will be renewing your mind to the Word of God. That is an ongoing event. It will never stop. <clears throat> because God has so much revelation in His Word. He'll turn something over. He'll reveal something to you new that you didn't know. And guess what? You just got your mind renewed. How many times have you looked at a scripture and then all of a sudden and you heard it, and you know anything that much about it, but you're kind of reading it and all of a sudden that light comes on. Mm. It's ongoing. We'll spend eternity. God will. I don't, God is endless. He, he's he'd be revealing something new all the time. It's exciting, isn't it, thinking about that? I mean, even in natural, you know, I, I, I kind of keep up on the web telescope and, you know, the new telescope, they, or the, what do they call that? And it's discovering new things all the time and sending back great pictures, you know, it's, it's fascinating. <clears throat> but it, it's messed up their theories, the scientists. They, they don't, they're, you know, they're a bunch of, most, not all of them, but bunch, most of them are atheists. They don't believe in God. It's a, it's a shame. But anyway, 3 John, verse 2, here it is. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. There it is again, all. All things. This, this is the heart of God. For you, for the body of Christ, He wants you to know 
He wants you to prosper. This is God's will. For you to prosper, that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. So what, before you start, (laughs) there must be a prospering on the inside first. It all starts at the heart. Everything that you're going to get from God has to come through you. That thus lies lies the problem. This up here. It can block. Even though spiritually speaking, all things... he has blessed us with all spiritual things in heavenly places. All those, every, the finished, the complete finished work of Jesus is done. All, <clears throat> but they're, but they're in, they could lay in dormant state all because of this. This mind, if it's not renewed, it, well, you, you will not be able to activate <clears throat> what has already been finished for you, the works. The mind has to be renewed. So what's <clears throat> so it begins on the inside before it shows up on the outside. That's why when, you re- when we renew our mind, for what reason? To think like God, to talk like God. And it does two things. It activates the spirit of increase, and it makes room on the inside of you for God to pour into your vessel. He won't stop. He'll keep pouring. That's what God is. He'll keep pouring. Verse 3. For I rejoice greatly when brethren come and testify of the truth that is in you. You see that? The truth, the truth of what? The truth of God's word. Jesus, you know, Jesus says, sanctify, they says, sanctify them by your word. Your, how's that? Sanctify, I got that written down, I think. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. The truth has to be in you. The word of God's truth in you is the first step. That word is a lamp unto your feet, a light to your path. 
He'll show you things. You get the Word in you, and the, and the Holy Spirit can take that Word and start to illuminate your understanding. It goes on to say, <clears throat> verse 3, it says, that <clears throat> testified of the truth that is in you just as you walk in the truth. So there's two things he's saying right there. The truth is in you, and number two, you walk in truth. In other words, you walk out what God has put in. Paul talked about working out your salvation in fear and trembling. You work out your salvation. You work out what God has put in. That's our job. That's our part. Hallelujah. It's ongoing. You walk in that much truth, that much light, then God has shined you more light. Actually, I don't have this down, but turn, turn with me to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. Let's go straight to the good, good ground. Um, In verse 20, Mark 4, 20. But those, but those are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, bear fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100. In, the, in prosperity, in the life, let's just say in, in our walk with the Lord, the Lord wants to take us to the hunter foe. To in, to, in order to get to the hunter foe, you're going to have help. The Bible says the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, which, shirt, which searches the inward parts of the heart, which is the ground. Now, he goes on to explain this. In verse 21, it says, <clears throat> Also he said to them, Is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? It is not to be set. Is it not to be set on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed. Now, the lamp he's talking about He's still talking about the, the sower sowing the word, right? He's still, he didn't change subject. But he's talking now about light. That light is the spirit of man. And the Lord's going to use your spirit to show you things that are hidden that need to be revealed. Are you with me? Why? Why is that? Because he wants you to get to the hundredfold. So he's going to use your spirit man to reveal the things that's keeping you from going to the hundredfold level. It's like going into a house when, when we had our kids living at home 
Usually the one room was filled with toys. You don't dare walk across that room with the light off. There's hidden mines all over that room. I, you better have your boots on or something. You, so to, in order to get across, you're going to turn the light on. To do what? To reveal the things that's keeping you from going across the room. So now you can see what would be hazardous. You can take those things and remove them. Now you have a clear shot of going across the room because of the light. The Holy Spirit will reveal things to you that are hidden that you need to get out of the way. And most of the time, He will reveal things that you are not aware of. He's helping you to get across to the other side, to the hunter foe. That's why you have to renew your mind to the Word of God. That's why you have to plant the seed of God in the ground. We all want a hundredfold. We're all looking for the hundredfold. God wants you to, He wants to take you to the hundredfold. He's not holding back. He wants you there. He wants you on that level. So the more we renew our minds to the Word, that Word's a lamp to our feet, a light to our path, He starts to illuminate the mind. Paul talked about that prayer. Remember in, in Ephesians 1, chapter, chapter 1, verse 7. I think it starts in, well, the, the, I usually start in verse 17. He wants the, your mind to be illuminated. To know your calling. He wants your mind illuminated to know what belongs to you, your inheritance. Right? It's the renewing of the mind. It's an enlightenment. The more you spend in the Word, the better off you are. The more Word you have, the better off you are. But I'm not talking about just memorizing some verses. I'm talking about meditation. It's a renewing. To renew the mind, you're going to get into meditation. And we're going to get into that in, in in Joshua chapter 1. And when I say, when I'm talking about meditation, I'm not talking about, you know, you cross your legs and you, and you hum. That, and you know, and, they, and then, they, you know, they said, just relax, empty your mind. And no, that's not God's way of meditation. <clears throat> God wants to fill your mind. <laughs> It's our job to fill it. God's not going to, you know, I wish God just dumped something in my, you know. But it's our job. The renewing of the mind is our job. <clears throat> when Paul, when Paul, and he, in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, when Paul talked about be, be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, he's talking to, to born again believers, right? 
Romans chapter Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. That's all that well, the whole the epistle is written to the believers to renew their minds. Don't be conformed to the to don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed. Don't be poured into the mold of the world's thinking, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. <clears throat> so that you may know the the, the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. See, that comes by revelation. That comes by spending time in the Word. You spend time in the Word and enlightenment comes. God's able to take you places. He gets you to the hunter foe. Amen. God's into the blessing. God is not holding back. If we'll, if we'll get into the Word, He'll start. The Holy Spirit, which is His job to show you, to reveal things to you, He'll show you exactly what's going on and what areas you need to, to clean up. There are some areas, obviously, we need to lay aside the weights. There's obviously things that we need to, to send it so easily beset us. That needs to be flinged off. And there's things, but there's things that sometimes are hidden that we don't know. God will start, the Holy Spirit will start to reveal to you those hidden things that you need to get rid of. You say, well, I didn't know that. I need, I'll take care of that. See, that's your, your part, the obedient part is you to lay it aside. God, the Holy Spirit will reveal things to you. You have, a, you have an anointing. You have an unction from the Holy One. You know all things. If you allow the Holy Spirit to tell, tell you, He'll tell you all the things you need to know because you're anointed. Listen, as a believer, you have the anointing of increase on you. You're not trying to get it. You have it. But you have to activate it. You could say activating the grace of God. I'm just calling it because I heard Kenneth Copeland talk about that. It's been, you know, he talked about the, 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 the spirit of increase. But it's on you. But you just have to activate it. And it comes by renewing the mind to think like God to talk like God, to be just like Dad, to act just like Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It's only 7.30. We just got started. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let's, let's go to Joshua. Joshua chapter 1. The renewing of the mind. It, it's, it's not an overnight thing, saints. It's not overnight. You know, a lot of times we want a quick fix. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a quick fix. Now, now the faster we, the faster we can um, get on board and do it God's way, you know, the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things should be added unto you. The Amplified Bible talks about Doing it, uh, doing it his way, doing it. I can't remember exactly what the Amplified says now, but his way of doing things, his way. So we got to do it his way. It's not our way. You can't have it your way. This is not Burger King. You cannot have it your way. It's got to be God's way. 
Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate. That's what we're talking about. You shall meditate in it day and night. The word meditate is very rich. I um, this been it's been years ago, but I was reading through the Bible, and I was. I think I was running. I was running behind. So I was catching up. And I was reading through it quick. I was fast. Because I want to meet the quota. And the Lord stopped me. He said, what are you doing? I'm reading the Bible. Okay, what's the, what does the Lord want? Why would he ask me that question? I, well, I better say it this way. I'm going to be nice about this. Lord's Lord's very gracious. He said, what you're doing isn't doing you any good. I'm just paraphrasing this. You you would be better off just forget about that and just hang with me and spend some time meditating in meditation with me. Just spend some time with me. Forget about the quota. You're missing the whole point. Spend some time with me and meditate. And at that time, I was on a certain scripture. And just meditate right here. A lot of times we we get in a hurry and we, we miss it. God, meditation is vital for revelation. Revelation, that illumination, if you will hold fast to it, like like Luke chapter 8 talks about the good ground, if you hold fast to the Word, that rhema Word that God's given you, you hold fast to that, you will have manifestation. So it it goes from meditation, revelation, to manifestation. The key is if we to spend time in meditation. Meditation means to mutter, it means to ponder, it means to think over and over and over the word. It's the renewing of the mind. You should, I want to take an example. By his stripes, you were healed. We all know it. You should meditate in that so much. And I don't care, it may may take a month. I don't know. But you meditate on that over and over and over until you begin to see it. I'm talking about seeing it in your imagination up here. If you can't see it, 
That tells me you're seeing something else. A lot of people, they see, I'm not, I'm not trying to get hard on anyone, but I had to learn this. If, I'm just, if I see myself sick, or if I see myself in lack, my mind's not renewed. In other words, I don't have hope. Hope's in the mind. We got a problem. Because faith now has nothing to give substance to. Hope works up here. You have to see it. And it comes from meditation in the Word. And you keep meditating. And you keep meditating until you see it from here. Then once you see it from here, it's in your mind, it's in your imagination. Now faith can work. Faith will give substance to it. It's got a, it's got a target. We never built a house without imagination. Now the first house was kind of rough, I have to admit. But as in our minds, it wasn't so much on paper. It was on two, two eight by ten pieces of paper like this, taped together. That was our plan. And basically, the only two things we used was the width, in the the length, and the width, and we went to town. But the vision was in our mind more than anything. You don't do anything without using your mind. You can't get home. Well, some of you may have a hard time. I don't know. But you use your imagination. If I tell you, how many windows do you have in your house? You've got to go to your mind, your imagination. You start to imagine. Okay, i got one in there. i got one there. You use your mind more than what you think. God wants you to use your mind. Spiritually speaking, that's what I'm trying. You, 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 gotta, you have to meditate in the Word so much to the point that you see it. Now, you hear me talk about that a lot. You hear me talk. I'm always talking about you got to see it. you got to see it. Why? Because it's so important. You keep meditating, and you keep meditating until it comes a revelation to you. That light comes on. I hate sickness. I hate lack. I'll fight it just as much as sin. I hate it. There was something, it was a, a couple weeks ago, something tried to get on me. I hate it. So what do you do? I, I get right back in the Word. Because I don't see myself sick. I don't see myself in lack. I see myself with the Good Shepherd. I don't see the Good Shepherd lacking anything. I'm walking with Him. I'm on path with Him. I have an expectancy. I got the Word. I'm meditating in the Word. I see it. And it goes on to say, but you shall meditate day and night. That's how important it is. Day and night. In other words, it's continuous. You just meditate. I think about 
there's verses so common, you know, like by his stripes you were healed. I think about that all the time. It's always in my mind. The, you know, uh, he satisfies my mouth with good. He renews my youth like the eagles. He's, I think about that all the time. He's, he's, I think about, I mean, he's satisfying me. He satisfies my mouth. See the mouth. What are you saying? It's ongoing meditation. It's, it's pondering. It's thinking. Man, I tell you, you get the word in you so strong, that hope starts to take hold, that anchor of hope. Faith then has a target. Just like you said, a thermostat. If, if, if we want to be 80 degrees, what are you going to do? Well, you got to set the thermostat. Then guess what? It's going to kick in the big boy. All right. Hope doesn't receive. Hope sets your course. Hope's the track that your faith runs on. It keeps your faith on target. It goes, let's see. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate day and night that you may observe. That word observe, I got written in my Bible to see. In other words, you're meditating in it so much that you can observe, to see, to do. Is that, is that what we just said? That you may observe, which is to see, which enables you to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Now, have you? Now, I know we've done this before, but you count up all the U's. There's six. Well, if you count the, I think there's seven. Six or seven. Anyway, the point is, it's up to you. It's up to you to renew your mind. It's up to you to meditate. It is up to you to do. It is up to you. Why? Because God's done His part. It's up to you to activate the spirit of increase. It's up to you to make room for God to pour into. It's all up to us. It depends on how bad you want it. If you want it bad enough, you will spend more time in this. There's some things that Joanne and I, we're, we're believing God for. And we're at the point, we see it. I, I would agree, wouldn't you say, hon? That we see it. It's there. Our faith is working on it. We can, I can actually say, and it includes finances too. But I can actually tell you right now with confidence, without, without any hesitation at all, our faith joint as, as a couple, our faith 
is working. Faith is bringing into manifestation things hoped for. It'll bring Your faith, you set the target out what you want. You get that target in your mind, in your heart, and your faith will go to work. It will bring it into reality. But we spent time in the word meditation to the point that we see it. Faith is working. So when people come to me, you know, I, I, I don't go around blabbing what I'm believing God for. Because a lot of people just say, well, you can't do that. Let's see, that's the reason why I don't say it to other people. Sometimes your vision is bare off, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> just keep it to yourself. Between you and God, and you, if, you, you know, if your husband, your spouse, whatever. Faith working on it. Faith is, faith is giving substance to the things hoped for. It's just a matter of time. You go from meditation, revelation, manifestation. It's bringing it into reality. Faith's working on it. But it says here, it says, for then, for then you will make your way prosperous. That word prosperous means to advance. It means to move forward. And you will have good success. Now turn with me to First um, Timothy chapter 4. And we're, I think we may close with this one. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15. And it says, and this is, this is Paul taught, a letter to Timothy. It says, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely or wholly to them that you may progress. That word progress means, this is New King James. It means advancement. It means moving forward may be evident to all. Other words, it says, let me go back up. It says, meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly, entirely to them that your progress, that your progress may be evident to all. This is a promise. If you will spend time, take, I mean, take some time and meditate in the Word of God to renew your mind, to think, to see it, to think, to talk like God. It says here that other people will see your progress. Do you get that? It will be a witness to other people how you're advancing in the kingdom of God. See, it's all about advancement. It's all about going to the next level. God always wants to take you to the next level. There has to be a meditation. There has to be in the Word. And meditation also, if you look it up in the Strong's, it also means to study. You're in the Word. You're, you're, you're studying. You're, you're praying. You're, you're seeking God. 
The Holy Spirit will work with you. He will, he will enlighten you. But you're going to have to take that step. Just like it said in, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. It's about you, 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 you. You, if you will do it, God will start revealing things. That's Him. That's the, Holy, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. See, if, if our heart's desire is to know God, our heart's desire is to prosper in all, everything that God has given. He's given us all things to enjoy. So why not prosper in it? Why not move forward in it? Why not advance? Why not allow, not only, not only you advancing, but it's going it's to be, it's going to be, it's going to manifest itself to other people. Other people's going to see you advancing and they're going to come to you. How did you do this? How did you get to where you're at? How did you do it? The Word of God. He is Word. See, no man can take credit. No man. One plants, one waters, but God gives the increase. It's Him. He gets the glory. He gets the He gets. The praises. Because he's the one that's taking you to the next level. Listen, we could talk about, man, we could talk about Abraham. Abraham was 99 years old. Sarah, 90. His name's Abram. God changed his name to Abraham. Changes Sarah's name. Sarai to Sarah. What do you do that for? Renewing of the mind. This thinking. I'm no longer Abram. I'm Abraham. Well, God told him to say that. You got to say what God says. Abraham changed his name. Abram. Abram changed his name to Abraham. And when he did that. Nothing happened initially in the natural. But within a year's time, Isaac pops out. Other words, when he started to say his name, Abraham, he's renewing his mind. He's saying what God's saying. He's thinking what God's thinking. Good things happen. It took him into the supernatural. It happened to you too. It'll take you to the next level. And I'm not talking about the twilight zone. So Abraham, by, by saying what God said, by renewing his mind, he's doing what? He's, he's, he's increasing room on the inside Sarah is increasing room, making room for Isaac on the inside. Activating the spirit of increase. Supernatural. And we get in on it and we can do the same thing. It's supernatural. Well, Pastor Chuck, I'm, I'm believing big. I, it's big. Well, that's okay because God's big. 
You may be a, maybe you're believing God for a $700,000 house, whatever. God's big. 800000 I'm not saying that God's going to make you a millionaire, but when you start, when you start hiding the word in you, when you start renewing your mind to what the word says, you just entered super, it's all supernatural. The whole point is, listen, if you could, if you could have done it, you would have done it. You know what? You know, if, if, you know, if Joy and I could do it, we'd just do it. But what we need to do is going to be, it's going to have to be supernatural. I believe God in the supernatural because I got His faith. I got the God kind of faith in me. You got the God kind of faith in you. You got that measure of faith in you. You can believe for the impossible. It's not hard for God. It's no hard for God to give you a $20 bill than it is to give you a $500,000 house. It's not hard for God. You just have to renew your mind to think like God. It's not hard for God. I don't know if I made myself clear or not, but 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 it's a, it is a process. You may not be there yet, but you just keep going. An old cowboy said this, if I can quote, quote what he says, it kind of it goes in line with the word of God. He said, he said this good things happen to people when they don't quit. You take that in line with the Word. If you don't quit on the Word, good things happening. You can believe for supernatural. You know what? God's into the supernatural. He's looking to and fro throughout the whole earth to show Himself strong. He wants, you know, when you're stepping out and you're believing big for God, you, you really, you got to think this. God's not, He's not up on His throne going, oh, man. Man, I can't do that. You think God's saying anything like that? God's saying, yes! I got someone who can believe. Hallelujah! Gabriel, do you see that? Whoa! I like him. He's, he's, my, he's, he's my boy. That's how God looks at you. When you believe in him for something that's... that it's going to take him to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit myoasischurch.com. Thanks for listening.